Well, hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone is having an absolutely wonderful day today. And uh, how are you doing today, Dad? Austin, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Uh, today is my oldest daughter's 18th birthday party today this afternoon, and, and I have one more out from underneath me as far as being a child, and I am ecstatic. I got one to go who's all, he'll be seven, he'll be 16 in a few weeks. So I got two more years of that, and then I am free at last. <laughs> I feel like Martin Luther King. I'm free at last. And so I just am happy to have the kids about gone now. I've been raising kids for 30 years, and that's long enough as far as I'm concerned. And so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm blessed. It's been a wonderful day. Uh, they soaked us down in chemtrails today like they were, you know, we were a bunch of cockroaches down here spraying us with raid. Oh, that's right. That's how they really feel about us. And uh, so that's what they're doing. So I'm going to talk right now about Morgellons. I'm going to talk about D-Wave computers. I'm going to talk about smart dust. I'm going to talk about nanocrystals. And I'm probably going to take about 15 minutes. I could do a whole show on this, but I don't, I don't, I've got too many other things I want to talk about. Plus, we had several phone calls that I want to talk about that came in yesterday that I want to discuss a little bit more in detail because we ran out of time with Doug and, Doug and Austin yesterday. But we've got to realize, I'm going to give you some references real quick. Uh, the, the large area self-assembled plasmodic photonic crystals slash nano letters 2013. You can look these up online. Artificial Lighting Harvest, Journal of the American Chemical Society 2013. Self-assembly electroluminescent double helical metal polymer of Journal of the ACS 2012. Incorporation of nanoparticles into polymers slash ACS Nano 2012, photonic crystal fibers slash G. Williams 2013. Now, I gave you those references because... I don't make this stuff up. I'm just telling you what they're doing. Yesterday I talked to you and I read you the stuff about synthetic RNA, about the signaling for the cell, how it flips stuff off and on. We're going to talk about that in detail right now. Now remember, these photonic crystals, these plasma crystals, these are, these are piezoelectric crystals that are energized by our body. Our bodies emit what's called light photons. They, that's how it communicates via scalar and longitudinal waves inside of the body. We're interdimensional entity. It's our body. I mean, part of our dimension sits in another dimension, part of our DNA. Our DNA is a Tesla coil. It's a step-up transformer to God. Now you think, well, that's, that sounds out there. Well, just, that's what it is. I mean, we're, we're basically a radio receiving sending unit. Our whole body is. And they know that because we're a frequency. We're an energy field. If you want to put it this way, we're a note on the cosmic vibra- vibratory scale. We're a note. We're a certain frequency, a specific note. Every human being has their own note. Some people are, you think, well, that's like a B flat or, or B sharp. All these different notes, they never end. It goes on to infinity on decimal points. So each person has an individual frequency, a note. And we play together in God, who's in harmony with us when we accept Jesus Christ as this internet, like this universal symphony, I get it you call it. In fact, the Bible says that we're going to be singing for thousands of years in heaven, and that's exactly what that means. We're going to resonate with God Almighty. And remember, Lucifer, one of the fallen angels, co-conspirators, I could say he wasn't specifically listed in the book of Enoch, but I believe he was a co-conspirator with all of those nutbags that did all that back there and left heaven. I really believe that you know he was, as the Bible says, kind of like the, the minister of music in heaven. He understands what frequencies are all about, and he understands how they disable the body and the mind. This past Sunday, I went to a different church, and I wanted to try it. It was called, well, I'll give you the name. I didn't care for it, so I'll give you the name. And I went to the church, and all they did was have this really loud music playing. I mean, just, I mean, like needing earplugs. And that's not even what bothered me. 
What bothered me was the thump, 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 thump. The bass frequency resonating through me, vibrating the benches we were sitting on, vibrating my heart and my energy field. I felt the thump through my chest. I was getting hit in the chest with a baseball bat with a towel on me. It was that strong. And I thought to myself, what's up with these people? You know, it's like going to a rock concert. I don't need to listen to this or feel this in my heart. See, this is what we are. We're a resonance field, a note. And we, when we get out of tune with God, it's like I talked to you guys years ago about how you're driving down the highway and you're listening to a Christian FM station 91.1 and all of a sudden you get further and further away. It starts to get staticky. And then when you come back towards that station, come back towards God, and I'm using it as a metaphor, then your body starts to resonate with God Almighty. See, this is what we are. We're basically a resonance antenna to God Almighty. That's how he made us that way, to be in fellowship and in harmony. Harmony being another metaphor also here, meaning multiple things like harmonic together, as in basically we are in the same harmony of God. We are the same frequency of God. We are in the same... Holy Spirit comes into us and infuses us with God's frequency. The blood of Christ continues to transmit its healing frequency to us through all ages and through all eternity. We've covered that in detail on the show before. And that's what we are. Now, this is, what, this is how they're messing us up. These, these self-assembled plasmatic photonic crystals, they collect our radio frequency that's being taken from our DNA through photonic light energy. These are light impulses in our body. And they, this is the reading unit. That's how they can determine our frequency. The, basically, basically, they're turning us into a read-write unit through synthetic RNA that they're putting into our bodies. So, in other words, if you have anger, you can digitize it. If you have elation, you can digitize it. And you can transfer it to the people via broadcast into these same crystals, and you can adjust the people's field, their energy vibratory field. Royal Rife discovered a cure for cancer back, gosh, 70, 100 years ago. And he had a giant microscope, and he actually decided to determine there were certain cancer cells, that if you hit them with the right radio frequency, that these cancer cells would just die instantaneously. And he was curing cancer left and right with no drugs, no chemotherapy, no surgery. This was like 100 years ago. Now, he was, of course, driven insane, put out of business. Basically, I think he was locked up on top of everything else, made the force go bankrupt. I mean, it's just it's what the these guys do because they don't want us out here telling you guys the truth. Now, this is the smart dust that we've been sprayed with. This is the nanocrystals. This is the stuff that's controlled by microwave towers. I mean, they, these things actually light up when they're hit by microwave energy. It's like when you put water in a microwave oven. You don't see it. It's like a burner getting hot, but the water will start boiling. That's the same thing this does to us because these this, these demonic entities, this is one of the things they feed off of during these human sacrifices or biophotonic energy that's interdimensional. It literally sucks the life out of the life out of humans during a sacrificial service, a ceremony. This is what they do to these people when they sacrifice them, and it drinks their blood on top of everything else. So, guys, this is all part of the great scheme of things of what these guys are dying to do. Now, once you allow this artificial intelligence through the synthetic RNA to take over your body through a closed loop, it basically begins to rule you and makes you do what it tells you to do via the radio frequencies that are being put into your cells. In other words, it can tell your cells that you're going to be unbelievably depressed if you don't listen. And then dopamine triggers again. Or it can tell you that you can tell your cellular function to stop producing coenzyme Q10 for your heart, and your heart goes into congestive heart failure in a few months. Okay? It can, it can do any of that stuff. These bio-read units can tell cellular function what to do and what not to do. 
That's why it's so important to take your to take your immune support systems and protocols and supplements every single day, especially vitamin C, because a lot of this stuff can be counterbalanced. And of course, then we also have, as Christians, we have the blood of Christ, which is the healing frequency coming through us through all times. That's why Christians are so different and why they don't want us to be around any longer. This is what we would now call transhumanism. When we become linked into this AI system, and then we basically, then our own reality is lost. They turn us into a bio-robot. In other words, it just, this is what they're doing to us. They want to turn us into a bio-robot. Now, there's different applications on all of this stuff that can be done. The RNA that's been sprayed on us is about 2003. This is not DNA. It does not have... It does not reproduce itself. It is tied directly into our cells. In other words, once we die, then the next generation has to be sprayed again. Okay? The right line of frequencies can activate either a life function or psychotronic weapon inside of us or in the area around us. This is why it also could you know, does controls chemical functions of the cells. This is why we have to understand that this is so bad, what they're doing to us with the smart dust and the psychotronic Warfare that they want to implement on us, you know. And I've talked about this just last week with these immigrants coming into into um into into, into, into Mexico. We have we have the active denial systems that work from thousands of feet away. Nobody had to spray anybody with with rubber bullets or with tear gas. And by the way, Obama used tear gas like eight times at the borders when he was president, and nobody even said a word about it. Trump does it one time. And there's this giant brouhaha. Now this whole system was tested. Back during the Gulf War, they spent like $10 million in six months. The United States million, the military did to what they call, they wanted to optimize the cluster topology. Another way, they wanted to see how the parts are arranged and how to affect as many people in the Iraqi war as they could, in which they were able to do this to these people in the Iraqi war and have them come running out and have them surrender to drones. This is what they were testing. This is, this is what they have done to us. So this is the theory of what they want to do. And then they did, and they also put the Morgellon stuff into us, which also acts like an antenna. Now remember, the CIA is involved, involved in running all of this stuff. This is a, they're, they're basically satanically inspired. This, the CIA had witches on their, on their, on their staff back in the 70s. The Tavistock, the Naval of, the, the Institute of Naval Intelligence and Human Relations started in 1946. And, and basically it was part of the group that worked with the Tavistock Institute that basically developed the shell shock research that was done from World War One. Okay, these are black magic institutions in Silicon Valley. We have Singularity University working on basically transhumanism. We have Google right there beside, they're right on the same road. They're right there beside each other working on all of this. And then we have NASA, which is another satanic organization, pretty run by, pretty much run by high level Masonic lodges. This is a black satanic brotherhood, all three of these organizations. They're actually set on the same street in California. Now, we know that the NSA knows that the CIA's got black magic going on. So the NSA's kind of fighting right now with what's happening with the CIA. So there's actually a big, breakdown in the, in the federal government of those who don't want to be involved with all of this Luciferian technology. That's one of the things that we have going for us right now, and that's one of the things that I hope that Donald Trump will do to try to avoid all of us getting completely and to- totally dragged into the system of this black magician's D-wave computer and tying us into the matrix, with the, or the, it's basically would be, they, would, they would call it the Internet of Things. So guys, it's really, really important that you understand that when you don't have enough copper in your body, it causes the nerves to begin to deteriorate. Without copper, the body will actually use barium, strontium, aluminum into the central nervous system. And this helps, again, to form an antenna to the electromagnetic fields, which creates a new connecting point for the piezoelectric crystals. And they're also energized 
by our nervous system. So this allows a direct input through the nervous system via the central nervous system. And basically, this is what's going on with these different radar systems and wind powers and all the stuff that we have, have around. This is all what they're doing now is they're trying to figure out how to tie us all together. And that's why the 5G system is coming up, the scalar weaponry, because they want to be able to tie us and track us via our light photonic emission, giving them our frequency to our body, our exact DNA, our vibratory state, so they can track us individually if they want using these types of this type of stuff. Now remember, all of this stuff was starting to be developed after 1947. And if you want to read more on that, read the day after Roswell by Colonel Corso. All of this advanced tech, this is all satanic stuff. This is all demonic stuff that they're doing to us, all given to them by what we would refer to as demon spirits, fallen angels, interdimensional. David Icke calls them the, the uh, reptilian aliens, whatever you want to call them. I don't care what you want to call them. I mean, they, Satan shows up as a snake in the Garden of Eden. I mean, so I, I kind of call that a reptile. So whatever they are, these things have been with us for thousands of years. So, again, I'm going to say this to you. This is one of these nutty-sounding shows today anyhow. If someone comes to you all of a sudden and we have this giant disclosure and this big spaceship lands, you're going to say, well, Ted and Austin told us basically uh, this was going to happen anyhow, so what difference does it make? This is how these guys are. Uh, this is what they do. Because, guys, this is who these people are. This is what it is. It's all specifically designed to put us into a quantum computer so that Lucifer can come in through the AI system and control us and become omnipresent in his ability to deal with all of us all at one time. So it's really important that you understand this. Send this particular show as far as far wide as you can. I think it's very, very important that we get this information out to as many people as we can. Now, I want to talk about one thing yesterday that happened on the show when we had a call in. Oh, oh by the way, I want to cover, to cover two things on that. Uh, yesterday, we asked Doug Hagman if we should be... We'd be pardoning, you know, you know, the, the, all these different people, you know, the Assan and, you know, Corsi and then the, uh, the Roger Stone guy. And, and what we have to understand is that we've got to, we've got to look at what these, who these guys are. Now, the reason I said this, cause I got some, I got some emails about this, cause I know that Roger Stone is gay. I got that. I mean, I told you guys that. I don't care for him. I don't listen to him. But I, I got this from Karen. She's an author. She wrote this to me. She's actually been a guest on the show. She said, Roger Stone is at least gay or at least bi. Just about everyone high in places of politics and otherwise corporations, Hollywood politics, big churches, positions of power is compromised. Now listen to what she said. Jerome Corsi went to Harvard and he is said to be in a secret society. His dad was a big Democratic Party activist and part of the UTU, which is the Brotherhood Union, one of the four brotherhoods or fraternal orders, which are also the labor unions. We know about fraternal orders, Freemasons, secret societies. Who knows who's infiltrating and who's giving disinformation? You have to be so careful these days. Trust the Holy Spirit for truth. Discernment is key, as there are so many wolves in sheep's clothing putting out information on both sides. The same with alternative media. Some are not on your side, just playing the role to control the narrative. Think about what she just said. She's right. Some started out right, but they've been compromised or infiltrated. The enemy is no dummy and accuses those who he can, attempting men with riches and fame is his world. So who can we really trust this is the, who can we really trust the word of truth for? The Rothschilds and company are controlling both sides, the media, the power broker, behind these high level rulers of the world is Satan himself, we just talked about this, who is using them as well. He will toast them and toss them and when they're you for his evil purposes in his effort to take down God's creation, which he so detests. This is nothing that you don't already know. This is why I appreciate 
you guys, that'd be Ted and me, or also to me, you love the Lord, you get the big picture. Our hope is in Jesus, so we have the victory, the eternity with our Lord and Savior. See, that's what we have. We have eternity through this. Now, I just found out, I've had a lot of you guys contact me, and you've asked what happened to our talk show, that you could listen to the telephone, our call-in listen line. And I just found out moments ago before we came on the air that the talk listen line has been taken down, that the company who bought up the co- uh, who bought who bought that company uh, who, who we were using is a really hardcore left wing Jewish fellow, and so we basically have been taken off by this guy. I guess we just he doesn't like what we're saying on the show. Well, and now, so the the, tw- the 24 hour listen line is the main one that went down. It looks like the other option that we have uh, the listen to our show live. Pretty much mm-hmm. from three to four right now. Basically, right now as we're talking, if you call in, you can listen to our show live from three to four Eastern Standard Time. Any other of the listen lines no longer work. Twenty-four hour listen lines, anything else, they no longer work. So I just wanted to clarify that, Dan. Well, well, you know, thank you. And now, now I, want to, I want to go back to this because yesterday, Frank, one of our listeners, I don't know Frank, and he sounded like a very smart guy. He was blaming everything on the three percent of the population that are Jewish. Now, I came back and I told him, I said. We can't allow. Now, here's why: we're Christians. Now we got to understand this. God hasn't given us the opportunity to, to basically be prejudiced or be racist. He hasn't. He hasn't done that. He told us that we have to love one another. It doesn't make any difference if they're a Hindu, if they're a Buddhist, if they're a Jew. And now I'm talking about stuff now today. I'm not supposed to talk about. I was told by multiple other talk show people don't get into this topic. But I'm going to do it anyhow because after yesterday, I, I needed to go ahead and clarify a few things. Now, here's the thing. We have Prater University coming out and saying, I read you this article last week. I'm going to read it to you again. And by the way, Prater is Jewish. He goes, name of the article, Left-Wing Jews, A Jewish and American Tragedies. Then he goes, then he says, Jewish leftists make revolution and all Jews pay the price. Now, he says it's probably impossible to overstate the damage left-wing not liberal, but left-wing Jews are doing to Judaism, Jews, in America. Of course, the same can be said of the damage left-wing Catholics are doing to Catholicism in America, and other left-wing Christians are doing to Christianity in America, and most obviously the damage the secular left-wing is doing with the Republican Democratic Party. But since anti-Semitism is in the news, and since the prominence of many left-wing Jews, he's focusing on them. Now remember, this is a Jewish fellow writing this article. I'm quoting it. The damage done to Jews by left-wing Jews is not new. It began with the beginning of the left with Karl Marx, the grandson of the two Orthodox rabbis. His parents would undergo pro-forma conversion to Christianity, supposedly. He wrote one of the most anti-Semitic tracts of the 19th century on the Jewish question, published in 1844. And then he wrote, among other things, this is Karl Marx, What is the worldly religion of the Jew? Huckstering. What is his worldly God? Money. Money is the jealous God of Israel in the face of which no other God may exist. And this is what Karl Marx said. In the final analysis, the emancipation of the Jews is the emancipation of mankind from Judaism. This is Karl Marx, Jewish man himself, writing this. He was just an absolute creepo is what he was. In the early 20th century, another left-wing Jew, Leon Trotsky, who along with Lenin led the Bolshevik party in Russia, was a was a catastrophic was was attack attack catastrophic. It was horrible for the Jews and for humanity. In 1920, this continued to go on with Trotsky. That is the story of many Jewish leftists of today. Jewish leftists make revolutions, and all the Jews, among millions of others, pay the price. Now, 
I want to say this because I'm going to stand up for Frank with what he said. It's very easy, Austin, to get into a situation, if we lose sight of the bigger picture, to blame everything on the Jewish folks. Like, for instance, if we just have somebody buy up our 24-hour listen line and we no longer online, they happen to be Jewish. And one of the other guys who talks a lot about this stuff, he's been taken off that same listen line too. And so here's the same thing. We have to understand something that we've got a group of left-wing, hardcore, socialist, communist Jews that run the money supply of the United States. They run the Federal Reserve System. They want a communist New World Order, a dictatorship, in which they can bring their serpent god to the roof and basically tell everybody this is going to be their new lord they have to worship. And these are the guys that control the money supply. Because they control the money supply, they get involved in a lot of other stuff. But now, let's stop for a second. We've got Christians in the pulpit, and I said this yesterday, men of God, who basically won't tell the truth, who are pansies in the pulpit, you know, pansies, you know, pansies wearing panties in the pulpit, I can call them, and these guys won't go out and tell the truth of what's going on. And then we've got other mainstream denominations that are accepting this left ideology, left and right, and then we have Christians that are going over to the dark side and doing the exact same thing, promoting abortion and everything else that's going on on the left. And so we can't say now that the Jews are doing this there's an element of the left-wing Jewish party that's deeply involved in all this. There's an element of the Catholics and the priests and the pedophiles that are doing this. Shoot, there's elements of these other big movements that are doing this. Hillsong's Brian Houston, his father, has just been dragged out of the grave, so to speak, about being a pedophile back in the 90s with a bunch of young children. And now they're trying to hold Brian Houston accountable for it because he didn't turn his father into the police for pedophilia. All of this stuff is going on around us. We've got Singularity University. We've got chemtrails being sprayed on us. We have the off-world agenda with these demons and everything else. So I'm going to say what I said again yesterday. This is not a Jewish problem. This is not a Christian problem. This is not a Catholic problem. This is not a Hindu problem or a Buddhist problem. But it's a problem for all of those religions that accept left-wing ideology that promote this agenda. And it's a problem that we have to do, Austin, we, and we have to understand. We have to know who our enemy is. And so you've got to understand that Hollywood is controlled by hardcore leftist Jewish communists. And that they're, they're actually infiltrating the churches I mean, I was I was in church on Sunday morning, and they were playing all these Hollywood clips about Christmas and all the movies about Christmas up on the main screen. And I thought to myself, "You've got to be kidding me!" And they're from different stories that we've all seen and watched over the years. And I thought to myself, "But this isn't okay. What does light have in common with darkness?" And so we, as a Christian people, we have to be held accountable. It all started with that blithering idiot, Woodrow. Wilson back in 1913, who was so compromised because he was a fair at Princeton, when Samuel Untermeyer came to him and blackmailed him, that he capitulated. He gave us the Federal Reserve Act that, that Untermeyer helped write. He also gave us the IRS. He allowed these Kabbalist group of left-wingers to come into the White House, including giving us the first left-wing Jewish Supreme Court judge. It was all part of Samuel Untermeyer's deal that he did. So Samuel Untermeyer completely and totally compromised Woodrow Wilson and paid off the blackmailer who was blackmailing Woodrow Wilson because she had an affair with Woodrow Wilson. He was at Princeton, and she was a married woman. All of this stuff happened 
1913. The worst president we've ever had in the history of this country is Woodrow Wilson. He was a giant steaming pile of cow feces, is what this man was. He was a completely compromised nut. And he had Colonel House, who was Rothschild controlled, running things. He had J.P. Morgan, Rothschild controlled, running the banking systems. He was the one that you've got to point to, him and Samuel Untermeyer. And then Samuel Untermeyer turned right around and pushed the Schofield Bible into the Christian seminaries, giving us Zionism. This is what's happened. So, yes, Frank, I feel your pain. I understand what you said yesterday. But the thing about it is, is that we have allowed it to happen. We have not stood and said, hell no, we're not doing this. No, we're not putting these nuts in. And we've allowed Roe v. Wade to happen in the 60s, or the 70s. We allowed all of that stuff to happen back in the 60s with the doggone CIA and the secrecy and the killing of the best president we ever had, John F. Kennedy, who had enough of all of this stuff. See, with John F. Kennedy... His PT bow got shot off underneath him, and he rescued those men. And he was on that island. That boy had an epiphany. He had a born again experience, and he said, "No, I'm going to allow these guys to come in and do this to us anymore." And then, to the chagrin of the entire New World Order, run by the Sabbatean cabals, Luciferians controlling the money supply, he said, "No, we won't do it." Executive Order 11110, we're getting rid of these clowns. No, we're not running drugs out of Southeast Asia. No, we're not going to allow the Exchange Stability Fund to control our currency through the Treasury. And the Exchange Stability Fund is the Fed. It's all tied together now. No, we're not going to let any of this stuff happen. We're not going to allow the, we're not going to allow Israel to have nuclear weapons. He did all of this stuff. Raising cane, running around, and they showed us, didn't they? They darn yep. sure showed us they blew his head off in Dallas. Now, we, the Christians of the United States, sat there. My parents sat there and said, oh, by the way, the Warren report is a pile of hokey. It's all hooey hooey. It's all junk. But they did absolutely nothing. They let that treacherous Lyndon Johnson run those drugs out of Southeast Asia. They turned right around and got that career criminal weirdo, Richard Nixon, in office, escalated all of it. They let Nixon run that whole Apollo program. You guys already know how I feel about all that nonsense. All of this stuff happened back in the 60s. Then we had to have Roe v. Wade. And then we allowed Playboy and the boys out of Hollywood to come in with Hugh Hefter and his sick bunch of perverts to basically take an entire generation of people that tried to be right in their hearts and their minds, good Christian people, and pervert them with Playboy magazines and pornography was led to harder and harder and harder pornography until now we have an Internet that is a cesspool of porn. And everybody goes, wow, how did that happen? It didn't happen overnight, guys. We allowed this to happen over a period of 50 or 60 years. And we did nothing. And our parents did nothing. Why? wasn't our fault. Hey, we're just trying to pay the bills. We're just trying to be good parents and raise the kids. Let me ask you guys a question. Why are you letting your kids listen to hard rock? To this day, little kids listening to it. I see them in restaurants with their iPhones, with earplugs plugged in. And you're like, what the heck? Why are we allowing the secular, Kabbalist, Luciferian, communist, Sabbatean, Satan, Frankist, whatever you want to call them, Druids, synagogue of Satan, pick the name, 
to control us and tell us what we can and can't say. Combined with the Bilderberger Group, combined with the Council of 300, combined with the Bohemian Grove, combined with the Catholic Church pedophile network, combined with all these other feel good, look good, claim good, be happy ministers that are a bunch of stinking perverts on the end of it, when you find out who they really are. Why are we allowing these people to destroy fundamental Christianity and allow them to compromise us and our family? So no, we can't blame this on anybody but ourselves. Because we have not stood up and said, look, no more, we're not going to take it anymore. And guys, that's what it's going to take. We have to stand up, we have to rally, we have to protest, we have to go to marches, we have to hold up signs, we have to make ourselves so much of a nuisance that we cannot be ignored. Or, if we don't do that, then yes, all of these little subgroups and the bankers and the money manipulators are going to turn us every which way but loose, and then in the end, flip on their bio-robot crap and turn every thought of every man evil all the time, just like our Lord said they were going to do. So guys, it's up to us to stop the onslaught. So yes, yesterday's show got me fired up. Got me fired up. You didn't know it did, because number one, why, why, why would I say to pardon Roger Stone, a known gay guy. It's a doggone witch hunt. Roger Stone has put out some good information. Of course he has put out some good information. And Chandler Julian Assange, are you kidding me? He should get the Freedom Award medal for what he did, and now they want to put him in prison for the rest of his life. Every one of these people need to be, to be, need to be pardoned. Now, Donald Trump has 30 days before the end of this month year, or it's approximately until the Christmas recess to do something because once he, this once January rolls around and all of these new house members take the office there's no more border wall there's no more getting rid of Obamacare there's no more anything because it, it won't be brought to the floor we I'm so glad that we, we maintain the Senate but guys Who's controlling this? Why would we have 30 or 40 members of Congress suddenly retire and now all their seats are being filled or a lot of their seats are being filled with these hardcore leftists, including that girl out of New York who's an idiot? Why is that all happening? Because the powers that be, like Otto Kahn said back in 1922, those guys that run the Federal Reserve System, those Luciferians that go bump in the night, they control both sides of the narrative. And they're not going to allow us unless we force it. The Bible says the kingdom of God has been advancing since the beginning of time, and only forceful men take hold of it. Is what the word says. If we don't this is why this is why we do this show. I don't have to do this show. My gosh, I'm sixty three years old. I gotta go calm down in a second to get my blood pressure to go down. I don't have to do this show. I'm doing this show because I feel from the core of my being that I'm in God. That's perfect will for my life right now, telling you guys what I'm telling you. Because I have read thousands and thousands and thousands of articles, periodicals, books, you name it. I've got, I read all the time. And I'm telling you, this core group of people, they want to destroy you. They want to destroy your children. They want to make bestiality, sex with animals, legal in the United States like they've already done in Canada. They want to make children's sex legal. They want to do everything they can to pervert every single thing you were ever taught was right because 
they're doing the will of their father. They're trying to invert everything because remember what Sabbatean Zevi said. He said back in 1666 that we can make it all good to try to bring back our Messiah, or we can make it all bad to try to bring back our Messiah. Making it all bad is easier. That's their goal, to resurrect their serpent god. And guys, this is what's going on with these hardcore Satanists that have taken control. With the pedophilia network in Washington, D.C., all of these, I guarantee you 50-60% of Congress and the Senators have been compromised in one way or the other. And they're leaning and doing what they're being forced to do. This is what's happened. The dual citizenship people. Are you kidding me? How could you have a dual citizenship with another country and be in the ruling class of the United States of America? What the heck? Who dropped somebody on somebody's head to say that's okay, Austin? That should be illegal. It's not okay to be a citizen of another country and be ruling and making the laws of the United States. It's insanity. So, yes, I did get fired up yesterday off of yesterday's show because it's our fault. It's we the people's fault. It's all of us who sat around and did nothing. I'm just as much to blame when I was younger. You get all caught up in the worries and the cares of this world, and you allow this new world order filth to get into your house. I mean, for years, you can ask Austin, I wouldn't even put cable TV in my house. I wouldn't even have Internet in my house. And I compromised. And I went ahead and put this stuff in. And I had it all locked up, and I thought I'd been okay. And then one of my kids got all caught up in looking at stuff on the Internet they shouldn't look at. This is awful what happens with kids. And you think, how did that happen? Well, maybe I should have never had it in my house. How about that? How about I should have just avoided it? I mean, everything was locked up. But these little, these, little, these little kids, they get pretty doggone smart figuring out how to open up passwords. See, and see, the problem is this. When we allow the stuff to get in, a little leaven works its way through the whole loaf is what the word says. And we can't allow this to continue. Now they're finally coming out and telling us, one in 40 children now in the United States have autism. Guys, in a few years, it's going to be one in two. It's not going to stop. It's all about dumbing us, the white people, down to the point that we're no longer relevant, that we no longer matter, that we can no longer take control or authority of our country any longer. That's what it's all about. It's about dumbing us down and making us stupid and getting the overall IQ score of the people in the United States as low as they possibly can so you can be more easily controlled. There's a reason that Israel has a huge border wall around its facilities and why it doesn't allow people to come in who aren't Jewish and become permanent settlements there. They're trying to maintain their DNA. They're trying to do that, and I commend them for that. But here's the problem. The left-wing people in Washington, who have dual citizenships with Israel, tell us we can't have a border wall. Though they have a border wall in their other country that they're basically part of. None of this is okay, guys. So after yesterday's show, I thought, well, crap, I might as well go full tilt now and just let everybody know how I really feel about all of this stuff. Because, guys, we can't be prejudiced, again, towards any group, any religion, any faith. Because there's good Christians, there's bad Christians. There's good Catholics, there's bad Catholics. There's good Jews, there's bad Jews. But, guys, here's the problem. Stop compromising. Stop allowing these people that you know are corrupt to the core to come into your home. And I'm telling you one more thing. If you're listening to alternative media... They're not telling you what I'm telling you. 
And they're basically syndicated through uh, broadcast, broadcast corporations that are basically controlled by the Zionist media. You kind of need to reevaluate who you're listening to. I've already been yanked off my doggone 24-hour listen line. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure I know why. Because of what I just said today. And I have, here's the thing that's so funny to me, Austin. I just told everybody, it's our fault. We're the ones who allowed it. It's not the Jews. We did it. We allowed people to come into our country. People who are Luciferians, hardcore communists, and we didn't call them out. And when McCarthy tried to call them out back in the 50s and tried to warn everybody about who these people were and how they were taking over Hollywood and they were putting all of these communist ideology things into our hearts and into our minds of our children, he was basically ridiculed and laughed at by the mainstream media. Because here's the problem. We've lost control of the mainstream media. We never had control of it like we needed to. But after the 50s, they really, really start taking it away from us. And guys, if we don't stand for what the Word of God says, if we don't stand for who Jesus Christ is, if we're not willing to come boldly forward and say, I am a Christian, I will not live like this, nor will I put up with this, then guys, we deserve what we get. And guys, it's up to us, listeners of this show, Austin's generation is, gosh, they're even further down the rabbit hole than we are as far as the weirds if they're involved in. And Harris is even worse. We have to put a stop to it, or we, the United States of America, as we have known it, our entire lives will go into the ash heap of history. And as far as I am concerned, I will give every breath that's in my body and every ounce of energy that I have to prevent that scenario from taking place. Austin, what do you think? Yeah, that was, that was excellent, man. You, you packed so much into 30 minutes. I mean, that was that was intense. I mean, and this is exactly why, guys, they're doing everything they can to fundamentally erode our First Amendment right. Remember, when we first adopted the Ten Amendments in 1791, there was a specific reason they had them in the order that they had, pretty much from most important to last, not meaning that the last ones are not important, but the reason why they had the First Amendment with respect and establishment to religion and free speech and the ability to not be muzzled and censored was because they knew what happened when you're in a country that does not allow you to speak the truth. This is exactly what we are seeing right now, and this is why I've told so many people it is crucial that you get this information out there, like shows like today and other shows that we've done on Hagman and so forth, because this is what they want censored. The reason why they want it censored is because it's the truth. If it wasn't the truth and it was just hogwash, hokey pokey, fairy tale land words that we're running around with, they wouldn't care. This is stupid. These guys are nuts. There's nothing even fairly accurate than I'm on the same page. Whenever you get on the right page and you start calling out the right people, that's when you know you start getting censored. As they said most time, I forgot who quoted this, but they said, you want to know who rules over you? Find out who you can't criticize. And that's the truth. And that's why it's so important, guys, that we continue to spread the truth of what's going on. Because he's exactly right. This hasn't been a small little, you know, oh, this they did this thing, and then they did a huge thing, and it's all done. This has been a tiny, systematic process over literally about 100 years now that they've completely and totally eroded our basic constitutional rights that our forefathers knew we had to maintain if we wanted to keep a true constitutional republic. 
public that was maintained and monitored by Christian representatives, by the people, for the people. Just just today, I just got an article today, and uh, my brother sent me this earlier, and I'll touch on it briefly. I got a lot of other articles on it, too. I told you guys Florida has been slipping down a slippery slope into a full-blown liberal leftist communist California tyranny, and that's exactly what they want to do because Florida is such a swing state. Well, now the constitutional amendment to ban assault weapons will be added to the 2020 election cycle, so far as it seems, which will ban, if it passes, if we vote on it here in Florida, which I can promise you this is exactly why they've had so many people that they've tried to push through and allow them to vote. This is why they passed that blithering idiot amendment that allowed anybody who's a felon to immediately restore their voting rights. This is why they passed all these amendments a couple weeks ago, and people voted for them. It was crazy. I mean, I voted for none of them. I don't like any of them. They were all shady. They were all worded unbelievably deep as far as to make sure that nobody understood exactly what they were actually voting for. And now, the possession of any semi-automatic rifle or shotgun capable of holding more than 10 rounds of ammunition at once will be banned. For those who already have the weapons after this was is basically, if it's adopted in 2020, they're required to register the weapon by make, model, and serial number with the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. Now, the crazy part about this is that they're basically going to say that if you don't register your firearm within one year of this passing, I mean, if it passed in 2020, by 2021, it's a third-degree felony just to be in possession of a basic AR-15, magazine-fed shotgun, Barrett 50 caliber, AK-47, you name it, pretty much takes a detachable magazine. It can take larger than a 10-round magazine. It's going to be a felony. And the irony about this is, is that all you ever hear about is them wanting to take firearms from law-abiding citizens. That's what you're even in the article here. Gail Schwartz, the blithering idiot who's the bond chairman who's basically pushing this bill, she said, and I quote, our goal is to take military-style firearms off the shelf, thus saving the lives of innocent people. Stupidest statement I've ever heard. Absolutely idiotic statement. I mean, it's not even an accurate statement. But when's the last time you heard somebody say, we really need to make sure that we get the hands of the, these firearms out of the hands of convicted felons and drug dealers and people that have already been convicted of murder? When's the last time you heard that? I've never heard that. I've never heard that at all. All they ever say is about basically taking firearms from law-abiding citizens. And this is reason why, guys. They know once they completely and totally extinguish the ability of us to defend ourselves, we are literally going to be at the mercy of the communist agenda that they are already showing us that they want to push down our throats. And the numbers don't lie. There are more teenage deaths every single year just from distracted, texting, driving than all school shootings combined since 1840 in the United States. The first registered as far as documented school shooting was in November 12, 1840 at the University of Virginia when a teacher was shot to death by the student. Now, between the middle of the 19th century up to today, since 1840, there have been 573 people, 99% of them being teenagers, who have died in school shootings. All the school shootings combined across the country for the last 140 years. Well, I mean, longer than that. I mean, you're talking about 100. Yeah, I mean, this is nuts. They're saying it was 573 teenagers. 
shockingly alone, just in 2015, 3,477 teenagers died in car wrecks whose cause was directly attributed to distracted and or texting while driving. So this is the irony that we have here. Every single day, 10 teenagers die in car crashes because they got distracted or basically texting and driving. That's 300 teenagers every month, all year long. That's it. I mean, all the time. Yet, not one people, not, nobody wants to address this. All they want to do is talk about taking firearms from gun-abiding, gun, gun owners, law-abiding citizens. And what's ironic is I sent that article to uh, one of my buddies to the sheriff today, and he goes, it's funny. He goes, last time I checked, when I read the statutes and laws in the state of Florida, murder was illegal. <laughs> I got a kick out of that because he's absolutely right. Sitting there and saying, well, you shouldn't have a firearm because you may murder somebody. It's like telling us you shouldn't have cell phones or cars because you may hit somebody. That's the lunacy that they're coming out with this aspect. There's already laws on the books that prevent people that say if you shoot somebody and kill them and it's not justified, you go to prison for first degree murder. So what they're doing now is in the state of Florida, they are pushing this to try to force the law-abiding citizens to register their firearms. And here, here's the thing, guys. You don't force law-abiding citizens to register their firearms because you're trying to take firearms from criminals. Remember that. That's just basic logic. You force law-abiding citizens to register firearms because you're planning on confiscating them at some point in the near future. There's no reason to make law-abiding citizens register their firearms and ban them from purchasing firearms because you're scared of convicted felons, drug dealers, and murderers from having these firearms. This is where it's going. It's exactly what Dad just talked about a minute ago. They've slowly eroded our rights all the way from 1934 when the egregious NFA Act was pushed into place then the 1968 when they had the Gun Control Act which prevented people from buying firearms except through licensed manufacturers and dealers you basically had to pass a background check and most people don't know this the passage of the Gun Control Act in 1968 was prompted by the assassination of John F. Kennedy in 1963 after his assassination they claimed that the killer which we know there were multiple shooters and that's a whole other topic for another day they said he purchased his rifle from a mail-order ad in American Rifleman. That's how they justified it. Ended up pushing the gun control of 1968. Then we had um, Reagan come in and sign the 1986 Act, which basically banned civilians from purchasing machine guns manufactured after 1986, which essentially shoved the prices to the roof, banned everything. And now we're trying to go in state by state and force the population to register their firearms like they've done in a lot of states. And in some states, they've completely banned possession of them now, felony to even possess these firearms, which they'll do in Florida next after they pass this. This is what they're trying to do. It's been a systematic, tiny step, one by one by one by one. And remember, the Bill of Rights wasn't put together in a hodgepodge fashion. They didn't start throwing stuff together. We need this here. As I said before, the First Amendment was there very clearly. The protection of religious freedom and protection of free speech. The one right behind it, the second, was there for a very specific reason. It was there to protect all the other amendments, including the first. It's like the hierarchy, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. The first top two are water and food. 
That's why they made the first and second amendment. Then the rest of them followed, and the second one was to protect all of them. This is what nobody seems to realize. Nobody, everybody fails to realize right now is that when they start giving an inch, and they give another inch, and they give another inch, they take all of it. And this is why it's so important to spread the truth of what's right. been going on through the media, through the censorship that we've seen all the time. Now that we're experiencing on a regular basis. I mean, they've already shut us down on YouTube multiple times. We can't even really post anything on YouTube anymore. It's useless. There, they, if they do, they completely bury it. Google buries articles all the time at the bottom. We know what they're doing now, trying to prevent anybody from getting the truth. Now they're trying to go step by step, preventing us from having the ability to possess weapons that we can actually defend ourselves with. That's why they say if the weapon can take more than a ten round magazine, it's banned. It's a felony to possess. Why? Because they want us on pump, pump you know, uh, pump shotguns and revolvers. Because there's no significant That's firepower right. you can lay down against machine gun fire when you have a pump shotgun or revolver. It's physically impossible. We've tried in training. We've tried in tactics. We've tried in every which way. It's not physically possible. There's a reason why they invented belt-fed machine guns, and they still currently use them in active war theater, because they're so effective at suppressive fire. This is why they're stopping the population from being able to possess these things. They know what's going to happen in the future. And once the bulk of the American population realizes, as Dad just talked about, that we've screwed up, that we've been had, that we've allowed these guys on the far left communist side to completely infiltrate our United States and take us over from within, they know what's going to happen. And they do not want us having the ability to defend ourselves nor to protect our family or our country. And this is just something everybody has to realize. I mean, I saw an article earlier today. The United Nations declared yesterday that an annual greenhouse gas emissions has reached an all-time high now last year, and that ambitious measures, including carbon tax, have to be implemented immediately to prevent global warming. And I quote, they said here, now more than ever, unprecedented and urgent action is required by all nations. Studies have shown that at least a carbon tax of $70 per ton of CO2, in addition to existing measures, will help reduce emissions by 10% in some countries. So what they want to do is they start on taxes and taxes and taxes and taxes. Another article that just came out. Now, the think tank with close ties to the government has co-authored a report advocating meat tax as a means to lower meat consumption worldwide. They said the policy response is to regulate meat and processed meat consumption based on the broad correlation that meat equals death. They calculated optimal tax levels to curb meat buying, or rather offset soaring health care costs that are caused by the big pharma insurance racket. For the U.S., the recommended rate was as high as 163% meat tax. Such taxes, the report claims, could save 52,000 American lives. So just to put that in perspective, an organic grass-fed ground beef, pound of ground beef, so your organic grass-fed ground beef on average right now is about $6.99, about $7 a pound, sometimes a little cheaper on sale, sometimes a little bit more. Seven bucks a pound. If you put 163% tax on that, it would go to 1139 overnight. Now, the irony of what these blithering communist idiots don't realize is we're too smart to see. We see right through their BS. And instead of – this is the ironic part. Instead of sitting there trying to put massive taxes on meat, how about we start forcing increased quality of meat? How about we start forcing no hormones and no steroids and no GMOs and no antibiotic and 
injections? How about instead of allowing the cheapest meat possible, pink slime, steroid swollen hormone injected steroid chicken to be on the market for $1.99 a pound and taxing everybody into oblivion, how about we start forcing the meat manufacturers to actually produce a clean, pure, true, non-hormone induced steroid fed antibiotic shoved down their throat and meat that's making the entire population incredibly sick. There's no articles that I've ever seen that moderate consumption of organic grass-fed meat, including grass-fed or or free-range turkey and eggs and chicken and beef and poultry, has any type of adverse effects on the body. When they start pulling up these reports, they pull reports out of their butt, so to speak, and they start talking about the adverse effects of pork and steroid-induced chicken and beef that's got more hormones than they can even count on a whole entire lab list. Those are the meats that are causing all these health issues, but they don't want to talk about that. It's easier to say, we did 163% tax on meat now to prevent people from buying meat. And oh yeah, we need to add another carbon tax on top of another carbon tax on top of another carbon tax to tax the population into full-blown submission. The thing about it is, guys, on every single level, under every single dictatorship, and yes, I said dictatorship, once the population is taxed so heavily that is no, you can't even work anymore to pay your taxes, there's a revolution. And there's a revolution upon monstrous proportions. And they do not want us having a revolution to take back this country, to bring it back to its Christian constitutional republic roots with the ability to have the weaponry that we currently have right now. And they know it, and that's why they're trying to prevent us from having this stuff. So really good time with today's show, Dad. Great info you had earlier. I just wanted to button up a little bit more. I, I just looked at my watch. I can't believe the show's already over. It went by in like five. I know, I know, me too, me too. Uh, guys, I had a lot more stories. 20 million school children now have been given prescribed psychiatric drugs that have known to cause suicide. Autism mentioned earlier, 1 in 40 in U.S. now studies and kids. Uh, a bunch of other stuff I had to cover tonight, today, don't have time. Uh, guys, I love you. I appreciate you too. Uh, you guys rock. I mean, you know, you hear my voice, they got all raspy from me yelling. I apologize to you guys if I yell, but I felt as though that I needed to get my point across really strong. So, yeah, I guess I really don't apologize, but kind of irritated I messed up my own voice. Guys, I love you. I prayed for you today. We're going to stand in this thing together. Us, you guys, the listeners here, we're all sitting around our table right now talking right now. We're in this together. And I'm, I'm, I'm going all, I'm going all the way. We're going to fix this mess. Or we're not, but I'm not going to quit until it's fixed. So yeah. I'm not going to stop, and I don't care what they do as far as pulling me off 24-hour listen lines. I, I don't care. Because, guys, you know how to get through to us through Galolsar. I'm so blessed to be on the show with you guys today, blessed to have Austin as my co-host, and Austin being 30 years old. And you guys, Austin's age that are listening, you guys are the future. I mean, I'm 63. Yeah. I mean, I'm still in pretty good shape for what I can do. But, gosh, guys, I mean, really? In 10 years, I'll be 73? That's not an old to me right now. So, guys... Continue to pray for us, pray for my strength, pray for our safety, pray for our protection. I want to thank you. I want to say this again, and I mean this with all my heart. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. If you didn't support us, I couldn't be here today. I couldn't be talking about the calls from yesterday. I couldn't be doing any of this stuff. Because you guys bring this program commercial-free. Thank you. I love you guys. Austin, I'll do the write-up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.
Oh, yes, guys, and, and thank you for all the support. And one article here, one last article that I wanted to touch base on because I tell you it's so important about eating clean foods. They go on a new article here. has come out now from the American Academy of Neurology. It says eating leafy greens, dark orange and red vegetables, and berry fruits is associated with a lower risk of memory loss over time in men. This is in the issue of neurology. They went through a 20-year period. The study looked at 27,842 men with an average age of 51 Participants filled out questionnaires on how many servings, fruits, vegetables, and food they had at the day at the beginning of the study, and every four years for 20 years. The participants who took subjective skills of their thinking and memory skills at least four years before the end of the study, we, when they were an average of 73. I said a total of 55% of the participants had good thinking and memory skills, 38% had moderate, 7% had poor. They were divided into five groups based on their fruit and vegetable consumption. At the end of the study, men who consumed the most vegetables were almost 40% less likely to develop poor thinking skills than men who consumed the least amount of vegetables. A total of almost 7% of men in the top group developed poor cognitive functioning compared to almost 10% men in the bottom group. So what they're blatantly saying here is there's a huge indicator that eating fresh fruits, fresh veggies on a regular basis greatly increases your memory and your cognitive functioning as you get older and as you age. So I just wanted to kind of add that in there because there's multiple nutrients we have on the website that can help out, including the organic greens and red food. So if you don't have the ability to eat fresh greens food all the time, the organic greens and red food is a great option. And uh, so just something I wanted to throw out there, but thank you guys so much for the awesome weekend. Hope you guys enjoyed the different sales we had running all weekend long and uh, over Cyber Monday and Black Friday and stuff. And I uh, really thank you for a lot of the emails. I'm trying to get back to all of them. There was a ton of people that were emailing me up, asking me questions and making comments. I'm going to get back to all of them, I promise. I'm just trying to push through them. It's been a crazy week. Uh, we essentially almost have all the orders out as of today. So if you guys placed an order over the weekend, uh, be sure you're pretty much going to have it this week, uh, this weekend at the latest, if it's a little delayed, if you're far out west. So just understand that we're doing the best we can to get the products out to you in a timely fashion and when we have a huge influx of sales like that and a lot of orders all over the place it definitely slows us down but again we always try to keep everything as efficient and effective as possible we've done this a few years now so we kind of have it dialed in but guys it's so important continue to spread the word spread the truth wake people up we're all in this fight together and we have to remember the fact that we have to continue to maintain our biblical and christian values to push this agenda that we have because if God is with us, who can be against us? We know this is eventually going to hit the tribulation at some point. That doesn't mean it's going to hit next week. That doesn't mean it's going to hit in 50 years. There's absolutely no telling. Only God Almighty knows the time. So as far as I'm concerned, we have to do the best of what we have right now and continue to push harder, push the truth, because they're not letting up. You see right now the mainstream media is not letting up. I mean, we saw that over the weekend with the doggone migrant invasion with the lady dragging her kids up to the razor wire running around with the you know the doggone CS gas that they shot at her there's 10 different cameramen from 10 different angles with video cameras recording all of it guys this is what they're doing they already planned on doing this they already knew it was going to happen they made them wait and get ready until everything was prepped this is what the mainstream media is going to continue to do so we have to make sure we stand for the truth and what's right and what's honest and what's fair and do the best we can with what we have we appreciate you guys. We love you. You have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.